Welcome to the Your Stripes Podcast with your favorite host and Bengals bounty hunter, the Bangalorean, where I interview a fan weekly and we give them an opportunity to show their stripes. Ladies and gentlemen, on draft day three, I bring Kevin on, who corrected me, thank goodness, on his official title of Canadian Fantennial Representative for the Cincinnati Bengals. His story is more than interesting. Enjoy the show. Hey, I'm just going to get right into it. Today, I have an awesome guest, a guest who can be self-proclaimed Fantennial Bengals representative from Canada, so I'll get right into that. No, no, no. I got to correct you there. That's not self-proclaimed. This is the NFL Canada, NFL.ca. I was named the Bengals representative Fantennial uh, we had to go through a lot of trials and tribulations for me to get that credit. Go, Yeah, go for it. Let me know. Tell me what happened. Tell me how you got this title. Give me the lowdown. Started out that uh, uh, we had to do 13 weeks of uh, submissions to NFL Canada. Um, uh, videos, pictures, uh, all sorts of things. Uh, so eventually I was finally picked as the Bengals representative and we had the chance. So once, once, uh, the single representative was picked per team, uh, we were pitted against every other, uh, team, every other 32 teams for a chance to go to the Super Bowl last year. And, uh, we were third in the rankings there because the, uh, Colts guy had a professional, uh, development team do his commercial. Uh, yeah, the very last thing we had to do was a commercial, uh, basically promoting ourselves, promoting our team. And we did a homegrown one with, you know, friends and families and things like that. And dude who won, uh, brought in a professional commercial company and they won. So it was a, it was a pay to win situation that it sounds like, is that, is that commercial on your social media somewhere? I oh, it's going to be a deep dive if you're going in on that. No, <laughs> well, you need to repost that so after people listen to this, they can go and find that. But that's that's incredible, though. That's I I thought that was the title you gave yourself. It is absolutely amazing to hear that uh, you up there in Canada went through all of that and uh, earned that title. Now the title is is Canada's Fantennial Bengals representative. Am I saying it right? That that's correct. That's that's what was uh, that's what was doubted on to me. Absolutely. All right, people, you better get it right. Show the man some respect when you meet him, because that's a heck of a title. So I'll get right into you. You've been a fan since the 90s, correct? Since the mid 90s. Absolutely. Okay. now you you were not a big football fan, but decided one day you wanted to be and you randomly chose the Bengals. Can you walk me through that thought process? Well, let me tell you. I mean, up here, like, I live in southern Alberta, right? So uh, we are about one hour north of Montana for anybody who does not know geography. 
Um, there's uh, NFL football is not a big thing out here. It, it's really not. Um, we've got our CFL, we've got our Stampeders, we've got the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and that's really kind of what takes dominance here. So when I started, like I said, you know what, I, I, I want to follow an NFL team. And I decided I was, you know, I just wanted to follow NFL. And I decided like, look, I need to pick a team. I need to get in on a team. And when, when I, anything I do is like, you know what, this is my choice. I don't waffle. This is my choice. I'm going all in. This is my group. So when I started in the mid nineties, uh, the Bengals were at the bottom of the barrel, as we all know, uh, they, they were not doing well. And, but I've, I've always been a, you know, a root for the underdog, underdog kind of guy. And so it's like, you know what, I'm going to go for them. Everybody around us, um, everybody's a Seahawks or Broncos fan. And I, I hate following the crowd. I didn't want to be that. And so I said, you know what, Bengals are my team. I'm going to follow my Bengals and I'm going to just absolutely do whatever I can. And to promote that team uh, throughout, throughout uh, my entire life. So, so that's it. I mean, that's where we are. That is absolutely incredible. You just, you landed on them and stuck with them. Uh, so I see here, kind of looking through my notes, Demonta Pecco was, was one of your favorites. Can you tell me what linked you to him? Was it the hair? Cause that's a lot of hair coming out of the back of that man's <laughs> helmet. No, you know what? Um, I've, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've played very high level sports my entire life. I played hockey, obviously being a Canadian, I played hockey, I played volleyball, I played college volleyball for four years. Um, I'm used to high level guys and I've never really gravitated towards flashy people. I've always gravitated towards humble people, you know, people who do their job, but shut their mouth. That, that, that has been my group. That is the kind of people that that's the kind of person that I am. Um, you know, when you do your job, well, nobody knows that you've actually done your job. Those are my kind of people. And that's what I see in Domata Pecco. He, he was my favorite because he was a humble, humble guy. There are numerous uh, excerpts from NFL footage of him and going apologizing to the opposing team if, uh, if he made a foul. Right. Like uh, one stands out in my head where he actually went into a huddle of the opposing team and grabbed an old lineman and said, hey, man, I'm sorry. I hit you late there. Like, like, see, that's my kind of guy. Th those those are the kind of people that I love. Those are the kind of people that I that I gravitate to. And uh, yeah. So, I mean, Domata is my guy. And and you can't get enough of a big guy dance. Right. Domata doing a belly dance. Can a you belly really get enough of that? You can't get it. enough of that. <laughs> a belly rub was his signature go-to move. I had the pleasure to meet Domata a couple times, and I, I agree with you 100%. He is one of the most sincere human beings on this planet, uh, inside and outside of that helmet. He's a really awesome guy. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I haven't interacted, him, uh, interacted with him a couple times just on Twitter, uh, and yeah, I mean, I mean, he's one of the very few guys that actually responded to genuine questions of mine, right? Like, just and, and those are the kind of people that I, that I really, really, really respect. And, and so for that, I love the guy. I love him. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's 
too cool. You've played these high level sports. So you understand what's going on in these professional athletes mind to some extent. Would you say that? Um, maybe not to the professional extent, but I mean, one level below, right? Like, so yeah, I've, I understand I've played with guys who've had chips on their shoulders. I played with guys who believe that they should not be where they're at. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, those are the types of players that, that I really, that I really get to, uh, flash in the pan, flashy guys, you know, they're, they're a dime a dozen. Uh, guys who really, really, really understand uh, what it's about. No, those those are my guys. Like I, I, I really link to guys off the field more on the field. If that makes sense, that makes complete sense. I totally understand that because these athletes are more than just athletes. They're well-rounded people, and once you get to know them off the field, it really completes that circle. So shifting gears a little bit from the humble quiet athletes like Domata and maybe AJ Green, your earliest memory or one of your fondest, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is none other than the flash man himself, <laughs> Chad Johnson, or more appropriately, Chad Ochocinco, changing his name to Ochocinco. Go through that one with me. You know, again, I mean, playing with playing with people who – uh, their, uh, their ego is higher than their rating. Um, now I'm not saying that's about Chad, please don't get me wrong there. Absolutely Understood. not. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, from, from the beginning when I was, uh, when I was talking, uh, about the Bengals, when I was a Bengals fan, he really rubbed me the wrong way. He really, really did. And, uh, <laughs> he, uh, when he changed his name, to uh ocho cinco ocho cinco i was i was so i wouldn't say angry but at least put out or whatever you want to say uh that i went ahead and bought myself a chad johnson jersey because i wanted the johnson jersey it's like you know what no no i don't want an ocho cinco jersey i want a johnson jersey um but I mean, I mean now, I mean, shoot, the stuff that you see uh, nowadays. I mean, dude's an awesome guy. Like, I would love to just sit down and talk with him. I've never met the guy, but I um, mean, you know, I follow him on Twitter, and he's, you know, he's he's really a cool guy. He's a nice guy. But uh, within the uh, within the league, I mean, I, it's again, he's just just not my type of player. I know, I know, lots of guys love Chad, and he's a wonderful player and he's an unbelievable uh stats man like 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 he puts up records right but i i don't know it's uh, uh people like different players for different reasons and yeah that's awesome no, i i totally get that he, he is the total opposite of the the quiet professional right i mean remember the days of him sending advil to brown's cornerbacks uh a list up in his locker of the guys that can't guard him and then uh he raced a horse i mean come on right nobody nobody quiet is gonna race a horse right exactly and and again like i got nothing against the guy it's just 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 not just not my type of player like give me give me andy right like uh i actually got to sat uh sit down and and have a few words with andy at the holy grail one day when he was doing a signing like and it's like you know what you're the nicest guy on the planet like and, and that's what makes me love you um 
yeah, it's I, I haven't had the opportunity with Chad, so I mean, I'm, I'm not going to badmouth him in any way. Of course, I'm not going to, but you know, just uh, outside perspective, I suppose. Of course, no, and I don't think any listener here would think you were badmouthed in '85. '85 is a legend around these parts. You and I both know that. So, I want to shift gears again a little bit, and I want to talk about these jerseys, right? So they've dropped. We've got new stripes. They are significantly different than what we had before, and you have a different take on them. And I want to hear your take because it's only fair that we hear every side of every single uh, here jersey drop. So go ahead and let me know what you think. All right. Um, I know that I am uh, well on the wrong side of this. At this and that's point. totally okay. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I, I yeah I I don't like them. Um, I I see them as plain. Uh, I see them as boring. Um, I remember a couple of people posted on Twitter, you know, the side by side of the old versus new, and and in my opinion, I saw a football jersey and then I saw a t-shirt. Um, and uh, you know what? On the players, I mean, when they're built out around pads, you know what? They they look okay, right? But. Any picture that I've seen on uh, on a fan, they they look just like T-shirts. And uh, again, I mean, obviously, I gotta come around to it. They're my team. Like, I don't I don't have to like everything they do, but I mean, I have to like my team in the end. Um, no, I, I, I I'm really not a fan. I wish there was a little bit more contrast here and there. I love the Paul Brown signature. However, I wish it was on the outside of the collar on the back, not the inside where nobody can see it. Um, I wish the collar itself maybe had a different color just to contrast it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's it. I know. I mean, yourself, I, I, I saw one of your uh, Twitter posts a while ago with a video talking about how they fit like a T-shirt. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's a T-shirt. That's what you're wearing. <laughs> I, yeah, I got you. And everything you're saying is very fair, man. It's totally, I mean, everybody has their own opinion. And and uh, I think on social media, people have been pretty respectful about it, you know. So it, it's it's a simpler take. It's it's sleeker. It, it's not as busy. But uh, I, I can see what you're saying. If, if you like that contrast, it does not have that. So everything you're saying is very fair. And, and just a little bit here and there, like I know, I know a lot of people hated the uh, the inside, like armpit stripe down to the waist. I, I get that. Um, I, I just, I just want a little bit more. You know, um, when uh, I mean, we've we've been down there. Uh, I guess for the last, well, before last year, before COVID hit. I mean, we were down there for the last four years, and fans in the stands are wearing you know, the entire spectrum of, uh, I mean, what do we have? Four different kinds of jerseys, the uh, the elite, the game, the, uh, I don't even know what they're called. I'm not going to try to, but, uh, but I also know that, I mean, people can just buy the t-shirts of their favorite player and, and, and that's kind of what they look to me. And I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm disappointed. I'm not upset. I won't say I'm upset. I'm just disappointed uh, in, in how simple they are. Uh, I wish there was a little bit more contrast to them and that, and that's really it. I mean, the pants are a different story. I'm not even going to get into that because I know a lot of people have issues with the pants and especially the combinations of the pants and the, uh, translucentness of the pants. 
uh, people have talked about. Uh, but no, I, I'm, uh, yeah, like I said, they're my team. I'm going to support them either way. They're, they're just not my favorite look. That's all. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll see, uh, we'll see what they look like, uh, come game one, right. When they're coming out of the tunnel, maybe that'll shift your mind a little bit. Hey, uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it will. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, we probably won't be there this year again because our travel restrictions in Canada aren't going to allow us to come down. So this is two years in a row that we're missing our home opener. Like we've been down there uh, since 2016 for the home opener. So it, it's going to hurt a little bit more that we can't be there, especially for the new reveal of the jerseys. But yeah, we'll, we'll be cheering either way. So what is that like then? You're obviously from Canada. You went through that. Um, what has that been like uh, as far as travel restrictions, uh, simply not being able to come down here to step foot in the city? Tell me what that's been like. Well, I mean, I, I guess I can tell you from the most recent, uh, uh, we've actually tested positive for COVID. So we've uh, we've been in quarantine for the last two weeks um, just at home. You know, Don, my much better half, has been doing puzzles and I've been putting in a ton of, ga- a ton of time on the PlayStation. But uh as far as travel we were su- supposed to come down to the uh draft last year we had a huge uh plan to come down to vegas to go to the draft and see all that and i mean that's when all of this really started so it's put quite the hamper on us and uh what really i mean kind of sticks in my craw a little bit the most is my my son is uh, 6 years old now so he's just starting to be cognizant of, you know, what we're doing and the Bengals and the football team and is really starting to get into it. And so last year was going to be his first time at a real game and uh, we didn't get to take him. And, and this year, again, we're not going to be able to take him. So it's 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 hitting hard like it. Uh, this is this has been our thing. Right. We travel 2000 miles to come to the home opener. Wow. Uh, and, and, and we can't, so yeah, no, it has an effect. Like we're, we're a little, we're well, a little, we're very disappointed about it. I, that's understandable. Absolutely. Is that now, is it going to be the entire season you won't be able to, or what does the, the future look like for travel? Hands are up in the air. I mean, yeah. we don't know our, uh, our city in particular in Lethbridge. I mean, we're spiking again. So um, they just, uh, as of, what was it, yesterday or the day before, they just put restrictions on us again. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know if we're going to get to any games this year. Um, I Yeah, <laughs> Don, Don's saying hopefully Vegas, but yeah, we don't know. We really don't yeah. know. Well, it's a very real issue, and I hope, obviously, the entire world hopes that it uh, can start to calm down and you guys can come down to get some Bengals games in. But now to uh, jump off of the depressing COVID topic, I want to <laughs> hit – yeah, right. So I, I, you love Giovanni Bernard, right? Oh, uh, Gio's my man. He, yeah, yeah, he was he was your first jersey purchase, it looks like, here. So my question now is with Giovanni Bernard being gone – uh, who's your favorite player on the roster as it sits right now? Oh, as it sits right now. I mean, I, 
again, I go back to like people, I, I, I like guys because of who they are, uh, not just their play on the field. I love CJ. I love CJ. Like his, okay. his smile is worth a million bucks. Like it that really guy's, is. right? And and it was funny because him and Gio had this, yeah, this bromance. That, <laughs> they just loved each other. And he's the coolest guy. Now, um, what was it? Last year? The year? No, it was last. Well, the last time we were down. So what was it? 18, I think. 19. Uh, we actually got to meet CJ at uh, one of the uh, Bengals pep rallies with uh, Dan Horde and Dave Lapham. And he uh, and he signed my my Bengals flag and just talking to the dude like the nicest guy in the world like just so cool, so yeah like I love CJ. Um, I really hope that he gets a lot more targets this year. I know they've really kind of phased out the tight ends, but we also didn't we draft a tight end in what the sixth or seventh or something? No. Uh, we picked. I know we picked up Thaddeus Moss, so that's a sort of a, a reuniting experience with Joe Burrow as they were at LSU together. Right. Yeah. So, well, I mean, here's hoping that we can bring back the tight ends because I remember back when Eifert was a tight end and he wasn't, you know, injured for the last three years. But I mean, the amount of the amount of red zone passes that 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 guy had, like, we need to get back into that. That needs another that needs to be another weapon that we have on the front end. Uh, I think that we've been overlooking for a long time. So no, I love CJ. I love CJ, but I also love Sammy hubs. I mean, I've uh, I, I'm a defensive guy at heart. I mean, I truly believe that defense wins games. So yeah, give me, give me defense all day. I mean, all these picks, like we got a couple edge rushers, yeah, that's I'm excited for edge rushers. Give me defense, give me defense, give me defense. I totally agree. I'm a former strong safety myself, so I, I like the hard hitting defense. Sam Sam Hubbard's another guy who I've had the pleasure of talking to. And and like you keep describing, he is just one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, just like CJ Geo and, and Domata, like you're saying. So it, it is funny the different personalities we have on our team and and uh, how they interact with fans in a positive way. I think that's a special thing we have with the Bengals organization. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even it, it's funny, like I uh, I mean, I, I, I'm interactive with people like uh, the Bengals captain and uh, uh, Jimmy from Before the Roar. Like, I mean, these guys obviously have a lot of access to these guys, but for me who only come down one game a year and I still get to access these guys and have conversations with them. I mean, that's special. Like I, I'm maybe other teams get to do that. I don't know. I really don't know. But to me, from a, from a guy that flies, you know, five hours to come and watch, like it's really special to me. Yeah. That's incredible. So with, Everything coming to fruition, the jerseys, the front office mission sort of shifting, uh, the the new stripes campaign campaign really hitting. Uh, to me, I think you see me on social media trying to, to push this mindset and this message that new stripes is more than a hashtag and a, a jersey reveal campaign. It's kind of a swagger. We can hold our to as Bengals fans but one of the things I ask people that come on here is what does new stripes 
mean to you as a Bengals fan? The new stripes, I think, I mean, it's it's a little bit of changing of the guard, right? Like we, we've seen it in the front office. Uh, we've seen an awful lot of uh, younger talent come out um, and, and really start to engage with the fans, right? It, it's not so much uh, a hidden society anymore, like they're, they're cloaked behind their stripes in the office and, and doing what they do. The, uh, the amount of change that I've seen in the last, I don't even know, four years um, from fan suggestions is, is remarkable. It's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's instantly recognizable from anybody who's been here for a very long time, you know? That's a big shift from, say, the 90s, you'd say. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, as I said, like, you know, the, the ownership being in their, uh, closed off offices to now, um, the, uh, the online presence that, uh, the Bengals have and the online presence that they respond to, uh, is really eye-opening, and uh, it, it's nice to see that they're really starting to recognize what the fans are asking for. Now, I would hope that they would recognize their international fans a little more, um, but, I mean, that, that might be asking a lot because, <laughs> I mean, every time we've come there, they, they do a, a fan from the longest or the farthest destination, and we've never been picked even though we've been farther than that fan, but you know, that's my own gripe. So. Hey, well, I, you guys are everywhere, Canada, Mexico. I've talked to people from France, obviously the UK is a big presence and huge. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable to see who nation and its borders are, are limitless. I mean, you guys were everywhere. All over oh, it's fine. I mean, shoot, just, what was it? 30 minutes ago, I was, <laughs> I went to the hardware store to uh, grab a, a new padlock for my, uh, for my shed. And on the way there, some dude happened to have a Bengals sticker in the back of his truck. And I met him at a, an intersection and we rolled down the windows and said, Oh dude, what do you think about, uh, what do you think about pick one? What do you think about pick two? It's like, oh, all right, cool. And, and away we went. Like, but I mean that is so few and far between up here. Like we are, we are a dying—not I wouldn't say a dying breed. I hope we're a growing breed, but we're very, very, very few and far between, way up here. And uh, I mean, yeah, like uh, the, the stripes themselves are instantly recognizable. We all know each other, and you're part of a greater family that, you know, supersedes it. Trans it trans it transcends any anything else like we're we're all just bengal nation right like if uh if i toss out a who day at some random guy wearing a bengal hat you know a block away he turns his head and returns the who day right like we it's uh yeah it, it's it's something special man it's really something special it's our call who day is our call it is our stripes our call everything it's instantly recognizable and i think it is being fostered at a level now by our front office the likes of we've never seen before so i'll ask you this kind of the last closing question what do you want to say kevin to 
the Bengals front office. <laughs> Put me on the field. Put you on. <laughs> I love it. What position? No, no, no. No, no, no. I just want to touch the grass. Oh, okay. I, dude, I got you. No, I no. Got you. Oh, God, no. Don't, no, do not put me on the field. <laughs> I thought you were going to suit up and, I don't know, play running back for us. No, I mean, I, I am six foot 203, but I will get dominated by anybody on that field. <laughs> we, hey, we all know our limits, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, hey, you know, if, 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 if that is what you want to say, hey, I hope, hopefully, Elizabeth, are you listening? Kevin wants to come visit the field and he'll fly. What is it? 2000 miles to do 2000 miles, man. <laughs> and you know what? I guess that's the one thing. Cause we have been to other, other stadiums and we're trying to, you know, tour other stadiums when we go. Uh, I wish, I wish, I wish the Bengals would give tours during the season. They're the okay. only, they're the only, uh, um, stadium that we've come across that will not give stadium tours during the season. Okay. And uh, I mean, that's the only time that we're there. That's the only time that we can. Like we've, we've been through the Cardinals. We've been through, uh, uh, what was it, the Colts? You know, we, we've toured those because they give tours during the season. But Paul Brown does not give tours during the season. So for out-of-town fans like us who only come for games, we, we don't get to see the stadium. I, I want to see the stadium. I, I've never been... I've never been through the stadium. I've never been on the field. That's that's my my mecca, if you will, right? Like I've I've never touched the turf. I I want to be there. Well, man, I don't want to make you jealous, but I was just walking on it, you know. Yeah, I I know. I mean, you you cap Jim. I mean, everybody's been there. There's so many things throughout the off season, like the taste of the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, other things, yeah. But you know what? Us us. Uh, I guess you call us foreign fans. Like, no, we don't have that opportunity. So oh, wow. I, I really, really, really wish that we had that opportunity, and we don't. Perhaps strategic director of fan engagement will hear this and can get you down there sometime during your game who knows we'll see but hey let's we'll close out here i really appreciate you coming on here it sounded like you were working so i'm glad you were (laughs) able to break away but shout yourself out real quick as canada's fantennial fantennial i'll get that word Bengals representative where can we find you on social media you can find me at Dradjoon Roar, D-R-A-D-J-O-O-N underscore Roar uh, on Twitter. Um, yes, I am the Bengals Canadian Fantennial representative. Um, I try to promote it everywhere I can. I've actually sent a ton of stickers out to uh, guys that I know in Canada. I've got uh, some some stuff that we can send to them and yeah hey we just need to grow our fan base so i totally agree with you put some respect on this man's name who nation well hey kevin i really appreciate you coming on here uh i i look forward to hopefully meeting as you take your 2000 mile journey to come watch a game man i'm sure you will if it's not this september it'll be the next right awesome well who i'll let you go and uh have a good one absolutely who nation north baby Thank you for listening to the Your Stripes podcast with your favorite host and Bengals bounty hunter, the Bangalorean. Who am I going to talk to next, Hootay Nation? 
Could it be you?